the bottom of page Reish Mem Tes, Chavisat Halmidim. It's possible even for a person who hasn't yet reached a madrega of having removed all of the pagamim, all of the blemishes from his life, he's still able to bring about the yichudim, the yichudim, the the um, Yehudim in this world and the higher world. And the Rebbe was explaining that there's a difference between a person whose life is hefker, with every machshava dibra ma'ise, with a person, with a person, even though he might have an occasional moment of inspiration, <clears throat> it's compared to a person who's uh, who's buried under a pile of, of stones. And occasionally there's a limb, there's something that gives a crutch that sticks out. But the whole atmos of the person, with the essence of the person, is totally detached. And is totally, is totally lifeless. And he was talking about the difference between such, about these two individuals. A person who bets and bets and understands and, and wants that every single moment of his life should be, should be filled with the Barni Shalom, should be, should be a moment of Avedis Hashem. But... There are occasional mistakes, there are slip-ups, there, there are the Nisiyanis are being in this world. But Be'etzim, but Be'etzim the person, has uh, been mishabed himself to the tachlis of his life, which is to be an Eved Hashem. And such a person, even though there are those occasional mistakes, the Be'etzim is an Eved Hashem. And since his entire being is focused and unified on that ultimate tachlis, therefore he's able to bring about those unifications, those Yehudim. Mashainikin, the person who lives his life in a way that's totally dispersed. In other words, he really there are other things in life that are more important to him. He doesn't ha- he doesn't live with the tachlis, and he has occasional moments of, of reaching out to Hashem, but he's not he's not misyached with Hashem. He's not focused and unified in his in his desire to to live with the tachlis. So the Rebbe writes at the bottom of page Reish Mem Tes, "Lo yichud shel chelkei nafshe ruchem nishmosa should be kibba daily." The person, this person, the person who 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 lives with the tachlis, it's not enough just that there be yichud of chelkei nafshe ruchem nishmosa inside of him. But it's not enough that a person wants to unify himself and to focus on the tachlis with his nefesh ruach and the shamas serving Hashem. That's not enough. Part of this avayda is that a person that a person realizes that his neshama is only. Is only a chelik, a part of what we've been learning about, which is Malchus, the Nishmas Yisrael, the Neshama of the entire Jewish people. Therefore, he has to be miyached his Neshama with the chelik and the Neshamas of Shebechlal Yisrael. Ke'aloh Neshama Sherbo Shuv Rak Anaf Ve'Ever Mchinis Knesset Yisrael Amispashetes Bekol Yisrael Bekol Yisrael He, because his Neshama, of course, is only a piece, a part of that greater Mitzias. Of Malchus of Nishmas Yisrael of the Shechina, 
And how could he bring about this yichud above, this unification above, without without mitzvahs of Knesset Yisrael and Hakadosh Baruch Hu, if down below in this world he hates Jews? So this is a, this is another requirement. In other words, answering again the question, the second chalik of this answer to the question of how is it possible for people, despite their shortcomings, to bring about these unifications that are described in the Svar Makadosh, and the Zar Kodesh, and the Kisvari, how is it possible to do this? So the first the first chalik of the answer is that even such a person, as long as he lives with a tachlis, that means that he unifies his, his, his entire life towards that goal of serving Hashem. That person is living, even though even though he might make mistakes occasionally, but Be'etzem, he's in a place of unity, of oneness. Because he's focused on being an Ever Hashem. That's what he wants. And that's what he's always trying to do, is to serve Hashem. The second chilek of the answer is that is not only that within himself is there oneness, and is there one general motivation in his life, but in addition to that, he, he is constantly trying, <clears throat> striving to feel connected to other Jews. A person who is divisive and who separates himself from other Jews, who is involved constantly in machloikas, <coughs> who is inclined to always seeing what's wrong with people, as it says in the Svar Makadosh, it's a simon muvak that he's not connected above. A person who's detached from other Jews below, it says simon that he's detached from Knesset Yisrael above, and that there's no unity between himself and HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the higher world. And it says that in all of this Svar Makadosh, that a person who's constantly judging other Jews in a negative way, and sees people in a negative way, and looks down on other Jews, and has machlekes with other Jews, there is no clearer simon that his soul is detached from its source. Because Knesset Yisrael, as we've been learning these past few weeks about Malchus and Knesset Yisrael, is one neshama and its root in the higher world. And therefore, it naturally, naturally, it's, uh, naturally it would be impossible for a Jew to feel a hatred towards another person and to feel separated from Nishmais Yisrael. Again, there are slip-ups, there are problems, sometimes you have a disagreement. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a person who lives in a way of sinus Yisrael. That, that what? That he's constantly seeing faults in others, constantly putting down, constantly negative about other people. So that person says, Simon, as the Rebbe goes on to say, it's a Simon that this person is is detached from the Sharish and therefore, he is not being miyachid yichudim. So here we have a, a second condition, and if one thinks about it, it's a pachad. You could be somebody that goes to the mikveh ten times a day, and you shokel, and your mitzvahs are mamish, mitzvahs are that are performed with, with all types of kavanis and yichudim. You have only one thing, is that you don't care for you don't care for other Jews. You're constantly looking down at other Jews. So that's a sign that there's no yichudim that could be taking place. Because he says, when the Shema saw the second sentence on top there in Reishanun, when the Shema saw Rak Eva Karu Mimenehi, one's individual personal Neshama, as we know, is only a piece that's torn away, it's only a part of the greater Mitzvah of Nishmas Yisrael. 
That's why when we say the l'shem yichud before we do mitzvahs, there are two things that we're there are two things that we're focusing on by the l'shem yichud. The first thing we're focusing on is that I'm trying to unify my my life towards serving Hashem. This unity means that I try to focus and to understand to realize that the purpose of my existence, of my nefesh ruch neshama, is the achid levavenu liyahav liyoreshemecha. That there should be oneness of purpose inside of myself, that I should be a unified person. That's I'm trying to unify my nefesh ruch neshama to be focused on Avadis Hashem. The second thing is, as we say in the L'shem Yichud, is B'shem Kol Yisrael. That the mitzvah that I'm performing is in the name of this entire reality that's called Kol Yisrael. The mitzvah of Nishmas is called Kol Yisrael. So what does that have to do with what does that have to do with putting on the film? What does it have to do with with What does it have to do with any mitzvahs? I'm doing this mitzvah because in order for it to be this level of lower unification, the Yehuda Tata, the only way that could happen is if a person is striving to have a connection, to be connected to all Jews, to feel a connection to all Yid. The shame call Yisrael. Yichud bechinas hashchinas shabai v'yichud bechlal Yisrael to unify that aspect of Shekhinah inside of me, which is my Neshama, Nishmas Yisrael, with the entire Jewish people, because my, because that portion of the Shekhinah within me is only a part of the entirety that's called Kol Yisrael, that's the Shekhinah, that's Nishmas Yisrael. And if, I, and if I perform this mitzvah as a separate, as a separate, lonely uh, human being in this world, as opposed to being a chilek of Nishmas Yisrael, then this yichud and the unification between myself and Hakadosh Baruch Hu cannot take place, because the unity takes place between Hashem and Kol Yisrael and Nishmas Yisrael. And if I look down on people and I'm negative about Jews, that includes one's own family also. And a person lives that way, so then the yichud tata can't take place. It doesn't get started. He's just some tiny little separate miserable speck in the world. That's not connected to the to, to the mitzvahs of Malchus and Nishmas Yisrael. And then the Baruch Shalom looks at you, and measures every single tiny fault, and looks at you through a microscope, since you're not connected to Nishmas Yisrael, since you don't feel a connection to the Jews, since you look down upon other Jews, Chalila, Mimela, you you exist only as a separate little piece in this world, and you have to be measured therefore and judged. Upon your own individual merits, Mashainikin, if a person lifts himself up to that place of Nishmas Yisrael, and before one does mitzvahs, and at all times, but particularly before mitzvah, one has in mind the kavana that the Rebbeinu should help me to connect to other Jews, that I should have an ahava for other Jews, 
That's why according to the Rizal, we learn many times that before davening, before you say Matayva, you say, I accept upon myself the mitzvah to love other Jews. What does that have to do with davening? What did, what did Hillel Azakin mean when he said to the to the uh, to that person who was coming to convert that the that don't hate other Jews or don't do to other Jews what you wouldn't want to be done to yourself? That's the entire Torah. The Idach Perushari. The rest is a commentary. Zil Gemar. Go and learn. What does that mean? That's the entire Torah. The rest is a commentary. The rest is a commentary on the Indian of Yichud. And being unified with Hashem, but the but but Hillel told him, meaning that you should be that instead of being a separate piece of of uh, a separate speck of dust in the universe, through Ahavas Israel, through love of Jews, a person becomes attached to the mitzvahs of Knesset Israel, and through that attachment can achieve all of the mitzvahs. And all of the mitzvahs can achieve their tachlis. Tefillin and Shabbos and all of the mitzvahs. Much any kind of a person lives as, as lives in a way that's separate from Kalei Yisrael. <coughs> Even if he does the mitzvahs, they're not able to bring about that yichud. So all of the mitzvahs are rendered almost, I don't want to say meaningless, but they're almost meaningless. If a person can't stand other Jews person is separated from other Jews. That's what we learned. We spoke about last year, Rosh Hashanim Kippur time by Shabbos Shuvah. The Rambam, the Rambam, Paskins L'Halochin Shuvah, that a Jew who separates himself from the Tzibur, somebody who is, who is not together with Klai Yisrael and doesn't suffer with them, and tries to live among the nations of the world, even if he's Makai Mitzvah, but he doesn't live with other Jews and go through their inyanim together with them. So the Rabbim holds that such a person has no part in the world to come. There's no Chelik Nailam Hav. And he's talking about a person who, who who's, puts on Tillin and Davins, keeps Shabbos, goes to the Mikveh, does everything, except he doesn't want to be with other Jews. He doesn't care for Jews. He doesn't like to be with Knesset. He doesn't want to be with Klai Yisrael. So the Rabbim learns that such a person is no Chelik Nailam Hav, there's no Shaykh Nailam Hav. And is and is a, a min a kaifin apikaris. Well, the guy the guy is unbelievable. But he sits and learns Kabbalah all day with a talis over his head and Rabbi Tom's film. He seems to he's a very very believing person. The Ram says he says no chelkin lamhaba because to have a chelkin lamhaba so you you can't get in on your own. There's no there's no individual separate you know seating there. It's only as part of nishmas Yisrael, as part of Knesset Yisrael, and if during your life, God forbid. You lived in a state of machlokes, and you distanced yourself from other Jews, and you didn't want to be part of Klai Yisrael, so you can't have a shaykes to, to, to that mitzvah of Olam Haba, because that mitzvah is a mitzvah where all of the drops of the ocean are together and form the ocean, and when you live as a separate drop, you have no shaykes to the ocean, and therefore there's no inyan of Olam Haba for such a person. God forbid. That's how frightening machlokes is. That's how damaging sinus Yisrael is. And that's what the Rebbe is saying. We should take that to heart. It's a very, very important thing. And if a person is zayichet to learn in the Svar Makedoshim, 
it will become, he tells us, it will become a little bit easier for you. Lahavin is inyan yichudetatav yichudilah after kriyashma. You will begin to understand more as you learn the Swamakadashim, the meaning of this lower unity and the higher unity in kriyashma. That time of kriyashma is a time of unbelievable yichud. Yichud ilah is Shema Yisrael Hashem Akan Shem Achad. Yichud et Tatar is Baruch Shem Kavad Machusal Elam. That is, it's explained by Rikhis Nesvam Akadashim. Afla Havin Ma'at is a remez Baharazad the Shabbos. And as we enter into Shabbos, and we say Kagavna, here I have to say that, it's, that even though uh, our brothers of Davinus Achashkenaz, certainly the holy and pure, but it's chaval on them that they miss out on Kagavna. Afla Havin Ma'at Ezer Remez Baharazad the Shabbos Shaimim Bikagavna. So when it comes to Kabbalah Shabbos, we say Kagavna. Even on our level, we can understand a little bit of what we're talking about when we say Kegavna. Shabbos, everything is unified in the mystery of oneness. That's what we're talking about. The Kala, Malchus, Knesset Yisrael, Nishmas Yisrael, we're not going to go over the whole thing now. The Eshachal that we spoke about in the Kavanas of the Rebbe, Standing by the window on a Friday night, Shabbos, the Sachadis, Brazad Yachad, the Mishra Yallah, Brazad Yachad, and what and what becomes part of our lives on Friday night as we enter the Shabbos, what descends upon us as Brazad Yachad, the unity, the mystery of oneness. He misachedes mikaidem Brazad Yachad. Vaz Shaira la Hashem Echad. If you look at the entire Kigavna. That through the through a Jewish person returning and reconnecting to the Eishes Chal to the Shechina, that Hashem Echad descends upon the person Shabbos. That's the unification of the Shechina and the Baruch Hu. That's the Chasna we're talking about on Shabbos. That's Boikala Boikala. As a result of this, all Dinim, all Dinim which come from the world of Alma de Peruda, the world of separation, of divisiveness, of machloikas, all dinim on, on Shabbos, Mes Abamina, are driven away. All dinim. Din, din is when somebody is separated from the whole. Din is when a person is, has forgotten the tachlis of his life, and he just wants to enjoy the, each moment for his own personal pleasure. He's not focused, he's not living in the way of yichud, of what's my tachlis? What am I doing in this world? He doesn't ask himself that question. He doesn't live with the tachlis. A. B. He doesn't live in a way of connection to other yid and to other Jews. So such a person, such a person, unfortunately, awakens dinim throughout his life because he is separated Within himself, he doesn't live with the tachlis, but he lives as, in a way that is separated and divided. He does this, he does this, he does this, he does that, and occasionally he also does mitzvahs. In other words, he, you know, he he goes to the he goes to the gym to work out, and he goes to shachris. He goes to the gym to work out. And, you know, sometimes he has to miss shachris in order to make it by the gym. 
But he go, he has separate things in his life that he does. One of the things that he does is that he's a yid. He does or he does Yiddishkeit. He does some Jewish things. He does some mitzvahs. He does some davening. And he does other things. So that person, so that, in that person's life, it's not that every single moment is l'shem yichu kuchabichu shchinte. Is is with the intention of yichu of unity, and he doesn't unify himself to focus all of the time on why am I in this world? As we were talking, we were talking about last week. Even the way that he brings up his children, the way that he lives, it's just that Yiddishkeit is another thing that he does. And therefore his decisions are not made, many of the decisions in his life are not made based upon based upon the Ratzon Hashem, but based upon Shulchan Aruch, but what I want. What I want. So such a person is living, God forbid, in the place of Dinim. Because Din means separation. Din means separation. Wherever there's, wherever a person is divided and there's separation, then there are Dinim. <coughs> so comes to Shabbos, and Shabbos a person remembers Gevalt, this is my Tachlis, what, what was I thinking? My whole Tachlis is to be an Ever Hashem. And there's nothing that's sweeter than to be an Ever Hashem. That's all I want to do is to be an Ever Hashem. And he brings together his nefesh ruch neshama, and he focuses his life on serving Hashem as Baruch. So such a person lives in that way of Shabbos, which is the mystery of oneness. He drives away dinim. Shabbos is unbelievable. If a person thinks about that and realizes what's the what what harm or what damage, God forbid, person person goes Shabbos morning, goes out in his robe and pajamas to bring in the New York Times, to bring in a newspaper, or he, or he, or he lies on a couch Friday night reading some some newspaper, some Goyish book. He's admire all kinds of dinim chalil on himself and his family. It's a pachet. I mean, I don't want to go into pratim, but it's it's too upsetting. But it's a pachet. It means even on Shabbos he doesn't remember the tachlis. Even Shabbos, he doesn't. He doesn't live with the tachlis. Even Shabbos, he's 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 wondering about uh, you know the cause of Arafat's death. Even on Shabbos, that's what he has on his mind. Some shtick to me also. So a person, the person. I mean, that's already at least that's part of his ahavus. His soul, he can make a cheshbon. The reason I have to read the newspapers because I have to find out about. You know what's going on with Arafat. The reason that I'm so worried about Arafat and why he died is because I'm concerned about Jews and so on and so forth. They can make a whole kind of chagadia to work it out. But the panemius, the panemius is not that the person is not focused on on Yichud Hashem, and that's why uh, and that's why I talk about Shabbos morning. And I was screaming a couple of weeks ago, Shul, about that. I mean, if a person coming to Shul on time is such a pachat to come to shul and to, to, for, for a person to come to be at least Shabbos to say when a person is unified within himself on Shabbos and his whole Shabbos is living in that place of Kagavna, so then he could he could so then there then he could daven the chaldinim asabamina to remove the dinim from my life but when a person even on Shabbos he doesn't remember the tachlis and he could walk into shul a half hour late he's not even embarrassed he could walk into shul a half hour late forty five minutes late he could stand in shul drawing around. He doesn't even, even on Shabbos, he can't remember the tachlis of his life. Even Shabbos. During the six days, it's bad enough. But even Shabbos, 
you don't live with the tachlis, you can't drag yourself out of bed a half hour early, make all kinds of cheshbonis because my kid didn't have cereal in the morning. Whatever it is. person, even on Shabbos, he doesn't live with the tachlis. Even on Shabbos, he sits around talking about Narishkeit, he reads Narishkeit. Even Shabbos. So then what's, the, what's going to be? Then what's going to be with such a person? Because Chaldinim is Abramina. Even on Shabbos, he's Ma'iradinim Chasushol. Even on Shabbos, there's no Yichud, there's no oneness in it. There's no oneness of purpose, there's no goal. It's just, you know, how do I just, I just got to go through the motions and, and, and daven a little bit and say something a little bit. And week after week, no Osiris, nothing. No Osiris. And the, the, even Shabbos, there's the, the, even Shabbos, the, during the week he doesn't have time to talk during davening. Because uh, he, he times himself to get there the last possible second and to leave the earliest possible second. And to tr- just, just putting a thousand film takes a couple of minutes and to, and to belt out an ashray or something and a little bit of a shmanesray and he's back on the train. Shabbos, he has a couple of hours. What's he going to do? Daven. Doesn't have to do with himself. And everything's divided and dispersed. There's mafuzim, mafarim, and kalaham. And, and, and that, that person, Khalil, is ma'iradinim with all of his cracks and all of his jokes. He's ma'irad such dinim and klaish on himself. And the rabbonim that are getting up and talking themselves about, spending their Shabbos talking themselves about, about Arafat and about uh, all kinds of narishkeit instead of trying to be ma'irad the yidin to be, to be better avde Hashem. It's ma'irad dinim, ma'amish dinim. And to say bad things about Jews, Khalila, especially on Shabbos. And that's why, that's why I said that see Shalashudas, they got rid of in many, many shuls in America. They got rid of. And even when we started the shul, and I insisted that we, that we had just a little clever, whatever it was, 10, 12 people, I said, we're going we're gonna to sit down with a piece of fish or some tuna fish or something, and some crackers like our fathers and grandfathers didn't, we're going to wash, and we're going to sing Mizmah Ladovin. So the feeling was, I thought in America we were able to outgrow finally that, you know, Mizmah Ladovin syndrome, and the Shalashuda syndrome. So we're going to sit around upstairs in the shul yapping away during that time. Or they're going to have some rabbi give a lecture, or a scholar in residence, maybe, if you're lucky. So you could pay him a few thousand dollars instead of the rabbi having to say some tire. And, uh, and, to, and to get up there and to, to darshan during Shalashudas when the Ratzon Hashem is the, is the time of Raiva Deriva and it's the highest unity of the entire week and the Ratzon what does he want then? He wants Yidin to sit next to each other and to eat together and to sing some Zmirs that's what the Ratzon wants <coughs> especially in Ikvisa the Meshichas the Yisadi of Avadis Hashem is Shalashudas for Yidin to sit together and the Sultan is Makatrik and says nah this is this is, for, this is not for me this is my father I don't do this stuff that's a pellet to me. It's Ma'ira God forbid Dinam and Klayasol. All of these things. People ask me why I get so worked up about it. We're not talking about Chil Shabbos, not talking about any major things. But if you learn the Swamakadashim, you see that, that these things, God forbid, cause cause harm, cause Dinam, bring Dinam upon Klayasol. See that people, there's a, a lot of people who are angry, me too, that. That you have these Meshagayim from the Tuve Karta, these sick people, sick, sick, deranged people that go with Arafat, Hevra, and go with these, and go marching with white trash in America, with Palestinians and anti Semites. Altogether, we're talking about there are 25 of them in the whole world. 
crazy, deranged people. And you and then you look at them, you say, look, you look at the picture, and you see some guy standing there with a beard and pay is a sick person. And, and every single and every single guy sits there during davening, talking to his friend about, did you see those guys? You see those guys, those Hasidim, those whatever they start to make all Hasidim like that. They're not even allowed to daven in any shul in Williamsburg. My cousins would tell me they don't let them in anywhere. They, when they come in, they, they they throw them out of the shul. These, so, and they're standing in the shul talking about all the dinim that are that are mine, that are that are that are rather mine, that are awakened because of these this crazy guys in Tikkun. While you're standing there talking in shul, you might hear the most unbelievable dinim, the most unbelievable dinim, and a person doesn't realize that. What those guys are doing is, is, is sick. But you're, you thank God you're not such a person. You don't have such. And you say how much you love every Jew in the world. You love Jews. You love Jews so much. But at the same time, you're not. You're not in your own way. Are you being? Are you focused on the right thing? Are you? Are you living in the place of Yehuda Tata in this world? When a person's when a person comes Shabbos. And he, and he is not able to get to shul on time. A person stands there without davening. He can Shabbos, he lies there on a Friday night reading some magazine, reading, you know, the Newsweek or something on a Friday night. So then, <coughs> that's also my Redeem and class. I'm not saying it's the same thing. But those, what those Shagarim are doing is, uh, it's, it's, hard, it's, it's, it's hard to even understand. But it's my Redeem. Khalila Klai so it's Mayudinim. So that's what it means when we say on Shabbos we try to lift ourselves up to a place of Yichud, yichud. and Yichud Tatar means I try to remember the Tachlis of my life and live with the Tachlis A and B. I want to be with other Yidin. I want to I want to Shabbos Achim Gamyachad, Shabbos as I see is Shabbos Achim Gamyachad, it's the Nin of Shabbos. Is Yichud Tatar meaning a connection to other Yidin and being together with other Jews so it's true that those Meshagoyim have separated themselves from Klai Yisrael and they go marching with anti-Semites but there are other ways to separate oneself, God forbid, from Klai Yisrael you know we had the most beautiful thing here in the shul last Thursday I don't know if you even know what happened only a couple of people here maybe realize it's such a beautiful thing I, I want to share this with you I had I got a phone call from somebody Sarish Kailal and Skelen in Williamsburg. There's a Skelen and Kailal in Williamsburg. He calls me up and he says, oh, We're coming to your Bismedrish this afternoon. We're coming to Ashkaj this afternoon. I said, What is that? Who are you? What are you? What are you? So he says, well, we're, we're, I'm coming with around 25 Bachar between the ages of 18 and 20. And we're coming, we're making a scene on Mishnahis. We learned Mishnahis together, Seder Mishnahis, I don't remember what it was, it's Mariyad or something. I think maybe they learned Zerayim, I don't remember, they finished over Seder Mishnahis. They had this special program to learn Mishnahis. And, we, and we have, we're coming to make a Suda, to eat and to have a scene. So I said, you know, that's beautiful, my Mazel Tov, why, why, why are you coming to Woodmere for, to make a scene? So he said to me, uh, he said, you know, the, it's it's good. It's healthy for the bacham to get a little bit out. I want we want to take them on a trip and to go driving around a little bit. They need a little bit to get out of the neighbor, and I want them to see that there are from a yidden, that there are from a outside of our neighborhood. That there are Jews 
I want them to see that there are shuls. They never, there's some of these kids never go anywhere. I want to see that they're from a yidin and to, and to see a beautiful, I heard that the shul is beautiful. Someone came and was in the shul and said how beautiful it is. I want them to see that there are yidin that are serving a Shemazbach in other places, not just here. Isn't that special? And then he told me, and, and please come talk to the Bachram. Of course. <laughs> Which I said, I, I, I'll, I can't really talk to them in Yiddish, you know. I, so it's not going to be comfortable for them. So he said, that's okay, they all, they all understand English. And it was the sweetest thing. Of course, there was like an hour and a half. You know, like the guys, there's, <laughs> and there's this van. It was the cutest thing you should see. I'm not talking about like, these are real, real Hasidish Bachram. They, they, they wear the gartas all day, you know that type? <laughs> and, they, and the fellas came out of the van, and, I, and each one they lined up, Shalom Aleichem, I said each one, Shalom Aleichem, Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, and went downstairs, and, 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 they, and they, they made it, they, with the gunman, with our voice, they made a siyam, and the Rebbe wanted to show them, and, and he asked me, and I, and I went and I, and I spoke to these guys. It was the sweetest thing. And I was thinking, when was the last time you heard of one of our local yeshivas taking a trip out to Williamsburg to sit down and what to call up on their own? Unless it looks like it's some kind of a chesed thing, they could get credit and maybe take pictures and use it for some accreditation with the state. I'm talking about, I'm talking about really Bahamas, Bahamas. When would you hear any of our schools calling up and saying, we'd like our boys to come over? And you could be a million percent sure that they'd invite them. And, and you do have some of the yeshivas where, the, where some of the rebbeim take the kids to square for Shabbos. They do. And that, that's a beautiful thing when you have some of the schools have been doing that. But that's what, it's, that, that's what it means to be a Jew. I, I, I can't how I, I, and I said to the boys, I said, I have such a good service in this. Such a service that, that, that you came to, you wanted, you know, to visit. And I said, you can come. You're welcome to come anytime to come for a Shabbos. And, and it, was, it was so sweet. It was just a, and you just see this, this little Rosh Kailu with a tzaddik. It's just a tyree, a humble Jew. And they, and they they wanted to come just to, to see. <coughs> that's the big Lishem Yichu Kutubichu Shchinta Leachet Shem. Beshem Kali Yisrael. That's what it means, Beshem Kali Yisrael. And you could be certain that, that a lot of people in this neighborhood, when they receive these guys, they think that these are guys that don't like us. These are Sony Yisrael. They would start to say, yeah, these are the Satma Fulinsberg, whatever. Right? Unless of course, if someone needs bigger chaylum in the hospital, he's a Sunni Israel. While you're making your plans for your, you know, your Sunday morning uh, little league match, these are the Sunni Israel. These are not Sunni Israel. And if Jews would, would would if Jews would get together and would realize that we're all part of the Raza de Echa, the mystery of God's oneness, Mamish, the mystery of God's oneness. That would remove all the din, and believe me, there would be no cancer anymore. Everybody says, "What can we do? What can we do?" This person, this person got. This person has the machla, the machla. What is a machla? A machla is dinim. Whenever there's a machla, it means there's a hisayrus of dinim, and dinim always comes from a place of separation. Even in the body, in order for the body to function as an organic whole and everything to be healthy and all the parts of the body to work as one, when Jews are not working with each other. When Jews are not connected to each other, then the body of an individual Jew, Hashem Yirachim, is also distorted. And a machla means when there's something that's not working together with the rest of the body. And it's the same thing as we've been learning. That every Jew is an aver of Klai Yisrael, right? Every Jew is a limb, is an organ of the entire body that's called Kaimaz Knesset Yisrael. Every Jew is a piece of the body of Klai Yisrael. And when one Jew doesn't love another Jew, then there's something malfunctioning in the body. 
all the machlis and all the machlis come from that. Hashem Yerachim, all the dinam, all the sicknesses come from that. Every sickness comes from that. And you can make a person who says, "What can I do?" What you know to check the mezuzahs and do this, to do that. It's b'shem kol yisrael is the ikkah. When a person lives in a way of b'shem kol yisrael to drive out all the dinim from klai yisrael. When a person tries to live b'shem kol yisrael, that's what removes all machlis. That takes away all sickness. It takes away everything that's unhealthy from the body of klai yisrael, so that all the parts of the body of the Jewish people are, are working together in a healthy way. So mimela, Jews are healthier. And there's shalom when Jews try to live in a state of shalom with each other. So then, we want to, what's going to be, how can we stop that? How can we stop? How can we prevent suicide bombing? So they, they're doing everything they can in HSL, everything they can. But Lamaisa, what are you going to do? You're going to be able to stop some, some 16-year-old Palestinian from blowing himself up on the street, even if you don't let him into the store. So he stands by the, he stands by the mezuzah of the, of the store and he blows himself up. And that doesn't kill Jews, Hashem Yerachim. So with God's help, it's able to prevent more Jews from dying because of the Shmirah. But can we stop? So you can't stop suicide bombing. So the answer is, the answer is the withdrawal from Gaza, right? Well, the answer is, the answer is, you know, uh, something, some other, some change in politics and this and that, and, and some new technology to, to to check for weapons on the bus and weapons on the street. If a person is determined to blow himself up, the bottom line is that it's come out impossible to stop such a thing from happening. It's come out impossible. Whatever, the, whatever our brothers and sisters in Israel are able to think of, they've already thought of. It's impossible to stop completely such a thing. You can't. So there are dinim in Klai Yisrael. And, 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 it's, and people don't realize that especially in Israel that there's so much machloikis between the different machnes of Klai Yisrael. I'm not even talking between the Frum and the Fra, I'm not even talking about the Chilonim or the non-religious, I'm talking about among the, among the religious. How much machlaik is there among the religions? How much machlaik is there among Jews in Israel, Hashem Yerachim? Here it's not so strong because the stakes are not so high. But Israel is the place of unity. It's the place of one. It's, it's, the, it's Shabbos. It's supposed to be Razadach and Israel. And therefore the Satan is Meraki Davkin Israel. The Satan is, the Satan is pushing, is pushing people to machlaikis in the most horrible way. Where this, this school is like this, and they won't talk to this one, and this, not in the Sadim and Ashkenazim, and among the Chasidim, and between this and that. And as far as the religious and the non-religious are concerned, it's, it's, it's Ein Maladabra. It's unbelievable. Such machlaikis. And we, and all we want is that kol dinim is abramina. We want all dinim to go away. We don't want there to be any, so everybody agrees on that. There should be no, there's, 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 there's no Jews should get hurt. And at that moment, when, it, when it, God forbid, a Jew is blown up, it makes no difference whether he's a Sfardi or an Ashkenazi, he's a Chassid, he's a Misnag, whether he's religious, he's not religious, he's a Yid. So how do we stop that from happening? And everybody's looking for all different kinds of ages. How do you stop that from happening? But that we're living in a, we're living in a way of dinim, and dinim are, are misayrin instead of being a sa'abamine. We're not living with Shabbos. So then, so then you have those those. Those same 20 people that are marching with, with, with the anti-Semites, so they're standing on some street corner throwing rocks or yelling, which of course everybody thinks that all Hasidim, you know, are, are doing that. So they want to stop Chil Shabbos. They're trying to stop Chil Shabbos. They stand in the street, they start yelling at cars. They're right. They, there shouldn't be any Chil Shabbos in the streets of Israel. There shouldn't be any Chil Shabbos by Jew anywhere. But what about Sinai Israel? What about hating Jews? 
And if you want to be Makarib Jews, why don't you speak to the Medachi now? Why don't you invite them for Shabbos instead of yelling at them? Why don't you try to help to be Makarib like many other Jews are doing? So they think that that Chil Shabbos is only Chil Shabbos is only when a person drives a car in Shabbos. Then you're destroying what? You're destroying the Yichud of Shabbos. You're also destroying the Yichud of Shabbos when you're yelling at Jews and screaming and frightening people and v'chul v'chul. And you're living in a way of separation from other Jews. That's also that's ma'aridinim chilil. It's ma'aridinim. What is it that you were first? What do you want? Are there any Jews today? You mentioned the 25 people. But my first question. I'm not going to talk about it to Rekhaya now, if that's what you. No, no, no. Mm. No, no, no. Oh. I, don't, I don't know from this. I'm just wondering mm. if there's anyone we are supposed to not like, number one. Uh, you know, as Jews today, is there somebody we should look down on or should we mamish love everybody? Was my first question. And the second question um, is we're being very judgmental, it seems, in a way, on. Obviously, these things apply to people who should know better. But all the people who don't know better, the Jews who don't know anything, are they mamish breaking up the unity? Because, but they're so uneducated. You know, it seems like how do you judge a person who doesn't know anything? So, the the answer to that is that Hashem's Baruch has different ways. It's a good question. Hashem's Baruch has different ways. We'll take the second thing first. Hashem's Baruch has has different ways of. Uh, of, of measuring where a yid is holding, and if a person and if a person didn't know and he wasn't raised with any yiddishkeit and he doesn't he doesn't understand what's happening when he's when he's got to be doing an aver or he's or he's not doing a mitzvah, so there there are different classifications and categories in the halacha and and how Hashem and how Hashem brings about and how these these yichudim are, are affected in the higher world have to do with where that person is holding. So, if you have a person who who doesn't know at all and never heard and didn't, so then it's not the same thing when he when he's God forbid Mechal Shabbos as a Jew who was raised with Shabbos and Mechal Shabbos. It's not the same thing. So that all is connected to the halachas of how do we identify these people al pi halacha. So that's that's as far as that's concerned. As far as are there any people that nowadays can be classified as those who, we, who are mamish allowed to hate or even that we're obligated to hate? That's also a good question. There are, there are many sveikas in this area, and generally speaking, the tzaddikim have said that it's better to be machmen and deraisa and to love every Jew nowadays. Are there individuals who have caused terrible tsarist to Klai Yisrael? It could be, it could be, I don't know, I can't... You know, to, to, to start to start an, an, an hour madrega to, to to try to figure these things out and to and to try you know I would say that for people like ourselves if it's a, if it's a question of how religious somebody is and how observant somebody is we don't have any shaykhs to these things we don't understand but if there's a Jew in the world who is supporting our enemies. And who has separated himself from Kolius Knesset Yisrael? Even then, not to give up. It's possible for a person to do tshuva, but can we say that there are rishayim like that? It's better not. To, it's better not to 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 to, to be makel and their ISIS and to try to figure out these things. For our for our purposes, it's better to be machmer that that there's a mitzvah to love every Jew. If if you can ask me. You know, would I invite a guy like Soros, you know, over for Shabbos? You know what I'm talking about. No? Soros, they could. So if you don't know, it's even the Snogbesser. <laughs> He's a Hungarian Jew that's Mamash Hussaini Israel. Or, you know, Noam, Noam Chamsky, Noam Chomsky. You know, these are people who are Hussaini Israel, Jews who are Hussaini Israel. 
It's not a question of whether how religious a person is. It's somebody who is spending his whole life to fight against Jewish causes, to fight against Yiddishkeit. So even there, it's not it's not something that we know for sure how the Marshal measures these things. But I wouldn't invite over for Shabbos if that's what you're asking. You know, to have a shaykes to, I, would, I wouldn't be pleased if he was in the shul, you know. But but to say that you can't come daven here, I also wouldn't say, you know. So we don't know these things. We just have to we have to try to be simple. It's better to make a mistake with with Ahavis Israel than to make a mistake with Sinis Israel. In other words, if you make a mistake and you didn't hate this guy, so Baruch Shalom is Michael on that. You know what I'm saying? But if you make a mistake and you didn't love this guy, that's not so, that's not so partial. Yeah, you see. Comment for a second. It's very interesting because when individually or as a as a nation we go through a surah, it has actually the effect of unifying the nation. Because you know you see when when the bomb goes off in their silly, you fill in them. Hasidim, yeah, the people banding together, and it's like that with any common. Um, like that, you know, people have. Right. So how does, is that the whole point of the Surah, to, to get B'nai Israel to come yeah. back together and to actually align, align yeah. them back to the norm? I wouldn't say it's, uh, it couldn't be Hashem. The whole point, but it probably is a major part of it, and it's very sad that we have to go through such things in order to be able to stand together and to be together. It's very, very tragic that, that that's something that like it says in Tehillim, Vahafachas Libam Lisnayas Amai, that Hashem turned the hearts of our enemies to despise us. And that's in the middle of all these nice things. So what's that talking about? So Rameh Simcha and other can explain that sometimes the only way for Jews to be brought back together is because of the hatred that's from outside. And because of that, because of that hatred that it brings Jews together. It's a terrible, terrible thing that it has to be in such a way, Hashem Yerachim. That certainly is part of the part of what we go through with Yisur. And if we would and and if we would learn how to live in a way of B'shem Kol Yisrael, to be a Hava, then certainly we wouldn't we wouldn't have to be we wouldn't have to be thrown together. I told you, I don't know if you remember when I mentioned once what what, what Shalvechik said about. The Machloik between the Chassid and the Misnagdim. I said it like two, three months ago here, I think in this year. I'm just going to repeat because some of you might not have been here or might not remember. That you recall, those of you who are a little bit older might recall when the, when it was the 80th birthday of, of the. I don't know, maybe it wasn't the 80th birthday, it was. I remember. Yeah, it was maybe it was 50 years ago. But Lubavitch Rebbe's Fabrangin, it was a big Fabrangin, and Rabbi Soloveitchik went to the Fabrangin. And it was a very big Indian here. The whole the whole world was making a big tumult about that. I mean, they knew each other for, as you know, for many, many, many years. And, the, and, and he came in, and, and the Bab Shabbat stood up, and it was so a whole big Indian. And he sat over there, Rabbi Yosheh sat at the table. So the the next the next day, all the chaver was we were so all excited. And we were talking to the person who was driving Rabbi Yosheh was driving of Salvechik back from that, who drove him there and back. And we asked him, like, wow, you know, it was, and it was really an exciting thing. That, that was like a very, very big thing. And um, and the and, and the Rav couldn't stop talking about how amazing the Rebbe's memory was and how we and his Bekis and the Rambam, you know. That's like, that's the most impressive. He didn't talk about the Nigunim so much, but, you know, that's, that's, that was the Rav was impressed. Wow. And, and he said 
that that there was one thing that he didn't agree with that the Rebbe said. As we told the guy that was driving him, he said when they were driving back. So the, he said the Rav said to him there was one thing he didn't agree. He said when I went over to the Rebbe to to give him a, a mazel tov and a l'chaim. When I went over to the when I went over to him, they were standing there in the pictures. There's even he was whispering. They were talking together, and the Rebbe was the Rebbe was uh, turned to him and they were talking. So he said that the, the Rebbe said to me that he said look Rabbi Yashabir, he said that that the two worlds have come together. One of the descendants of the Talmudia Bal from the from the Balatanya, from the Alter Rebbe, and a descendant from Rebchaim Velazhna, from the Gain, Vilna Gain. They were standing together and the shalom between us. So the Rebbe, so Rebbe Soloveitchik said that he, he nodded his head in approval, but in the car he said, I didn't, dis- I didn't agree with that. He said, so the driver was, so Rebbe was, what do you mean? So he said, it's not, we didn't make shalom between the chassidim and the snagdim. So he said, what? He said, there's no shalom. No, I've added shalom. So who made shalom? He said, Hitler Machshmo made shalom between the chassidim and the snagdim. Because he threw into the same oven, Hasidim and Misnagdim. Yeah, that's what the Rebbe said. In the same oven. When the Germans were putting, with, with throwing Jews into the oven, they didn't say Chasid Misnagdim, Chasid Misnagdim. Vilna Goyen Balatanya. That's what the Rebbe said. They were thrown into the same oven. He has this right. So what are you waiting for, God forbid? That somebody should throw... So that, so that some that that some anti Semites should throw together in the God forbid Khalil in the same oven. Young Israel Agudda. In the same in the same oven. Modern Orthodox Haredi in the same oven, God forbid. That's the answer to your question, you see. The Yisrun that we go through. The Jews have to be brought together. And if they're not brought together when they're alive, then they're thrown into the same oven by the anti Semites. And even after the even after Six million Jews were thrown together in the same oven. There was no chiluk, whether he was religious or not religious, whether he was a chassid or a misnagi. Hitler didn't make any chilukim, and everybody had to wear the same yellow star. We're still fighting. We're still arguing. We still can't get along with each other. And especially in Israel, especially in Israel, still can't get along. And I, and I had this discussion with a, with a very sweet Lubavitcher Chassid the other day. I said, don't give me your business. We want Mashiach now. Don't tell me anything about your Mashiachism. I want to tell you something. In your eyes, no other Chassid is worth anything. In your eyes, you could talk. If a person is not religious, then then, you, then he might be a potential Lubavitcher. But as long as you think that you have the only way to serve Hashem, and, and that you're the only true Derech of Hashem, so then don't talk to me about Mashiach. I don't want to hear about it. So you're part of the same business of Machlokes like everybody else. I don't mean the Kafir and all about I'm talking to this guy because he's giving me a half hour talk about how, you know, about how there's no other way in Hasidus. There's no other thing. It's only this on the Rebbe, the Rebbe, the Rebbe. Says, don't tell me this business. And then you start saying we want Mashiach now. We want Mashiach now. <laughs> and you can stand in some street corner putting on tone on somebody. But if, you, if that guy tells you, listen, I want to tell you something. I swear by my by my life, I want to be an Orthodox Jew, but I'll never step foot into Lubavitch. You wouldn't touch him with a ten-foot pole, because he miss, he's missing the truth. The truth is Lubavitch. So I said, I said, don't you t- don't sing to me songs about Mashiach when you and talk to me about Ahavis Israel when you selectively love other Jews. To love other Jews is exactly like your Rebbe loved Jews. I don't want to say call me your Rebbe, but your Rebbe loved every Jew, even the ones who were, who were yelling at him and couldn't stand him. He never spoke a word against the Jew. He only loved Jews. 
even when it was the home achlokis of B'nai Brak, he never said anything negative about a Jew. He only spoke about loving every Jew. And he, and he welcomed every Jew. Not only non-religious Jews. Everybody loves non-religious Jews, especially the potential money givers. I'm talking about loving every Jew, mamish, even a from Jew who's not like you, who doesn't dive in Tilas Hashem, who doesn't dive from Lubavitch to say that. Love him too. Even the one who says, I don't want to have any shaykhs to Lubavitch, Lubavitch is crazy. You love him? Your Rebbe did. Every Jew. Even the detractors, even the misnagdim, every Jew to love. So you think you could talk about misnagdim like they're not Jews? You think you could talk about the Litvish like they're not Jews, God forbid? That's how you could talk about Jews? And then you say, we want Mashiach now. And you think that you're a Lubavitcher chassid, that's not what your Rebbe believed in. And God forbid, I'm not saying that's a Lubavitcher's believed in. So this guy that I'm talking to. And that's not Mashiach now. So that's what the Rebbe says here. He said that there are two things. There's the yichud of a person's own life being unified in the service of Hashem. And there's the yichud of being one with other Jews. And that, that removes all dinim v'yus. What's the sitrach? What's the other side? The sitrach. The Sitra Achra, the other side, is anything that's pulling you away from that tachlis of being a Jew is the Sitra Achra. And anything that's pulling you away from being with other Jews is the Sitra Achra. B'Shabbos Kodesh, Kedushas Hashem is Gala Yoyser. And in Shabbos, the Kedushas Hashem is Mizgala B'Yoyser, more and more on Shabbos. And Shabbos is the most unbelievable time of Yehudi Eloi, Yehudi Tatar. And the light that Shabbos drives away all darkness and all concealment. And all dinim, all dinim are pushed away. And the Holy One Himself is encrowned below in this world by His holy people. And all Jews are encrowned with one nisham, with one soul, the soul of Knesset Yisrael that's unified. But nishmas nechadetin means with a new soul, a nisham achadoshim, nishmas nechadetin. It's new because all of us are joined together in that one nishmas Yisrael, nishmas nechadetin, the nisham Yisera, a new nishama. Uchshem islabeshes beizgalus kedushasa ba'amakaydish beYisrael. And when the holy light of Shabbos is enclosed and revealed in the holiness of the holy people Yisrael, others nisfase filakulam nishamas chadoshes v'havein. The new nishamas are brought into Klai Yisrael. New nishamas. New nishamas, meaning of all the nitzaytes, nishamas of Gerim, nishamas of Balei Tshuva, nishamas of of nishamas of of Jews who are separate from Klai Yisrael. When you and I on Shabbos are engaged in the in the avoid of, of Yehuda Tatar, then we, then we bring back all lost neshamas. We bring back Jews who are not shama mitzvahs. We bring back goyim who is who are really who are really Jews, but they get lost among the goyim. And we bring back geirim and the klayis. We we bring back neshmas and chadatin, because to the extent that we are bringing we are with Shabbos, we're making the Yehuda Tatar. We're unifying ourselves. A in our avoda and B as Jews with one with each other, when we bring about that yichud, then we're like a magnet that's drawing back lost neshamas into what into the into nishmas Yisrael. And who are the lost neshamas of the generation? The Jews are not from the Jews are not religious. 
the geirim, the potential game who got lost among the goyim, that are sitting there among the goyim and they're waiting to be brought back to Klai Yisrael. Nishmas mechadetim, nu nishamas, to bring back, to bring into Klai Yisrael, old nu nishamas, to bring them back into Klai Yisrael, these nishamas. And if a person, if a person lives with Shabbos in such a way, from your little spot at home and your little spot in shul, you're bringing back into Klai Yisrael nishamas chadoshes. Besides yourself, that there's a nine, a new neshama, you mischadish. Neshama is chadosh is in klayis. Neshamas that have been lost maybe for years, and there's nothing that gives the bunshul bigger nachas ruach than for his children to come back, for those neshamas to come back. Avol oid rav memchadav aladas has kolinyan v'dailach abizeh. The Rebbe says it's enough already. I'm, I'm ready. What I've said till now, this is already enough. I can't explain the entire Indian. Obviously what we're learning here is just what the Rebbe felt was safe to teach to, to, to Bachram and Yeshiva, to people that are just trying a little bit. We don't understand all the Inyanim and Kabbalah which is in this Indian. The Ikr is not to think about these things so much. The Ikr is Avayda. Avayda. Avayda within yourself. Nefesh Ruch Neshama to be focused on Avayda Hashem. Every minute of your life in the Tachlis and avoid to be focused what? On Bashem Kol Yisrael, to be with other Yidin and Ahavis Yisrael, avoid of Ahavis Yisrael. Ubishabis, Shavoid is Hashem, Shavoid and especially on Shabbos. For the whole day is a day of Avoid is Hashem, Mamish. Avoid is Hashem, Atoyved. Well, the Shabbos Kodesh is Atzmacha Hachinaisa, and you have you, and you have prepared yourself for Shabbos Kodesh. You get ready for Shabbos. You make Hachanis for Shabbos. Veishes Chayil Lotezame, and you spend Shabbos singing to Eishes Chayil. Not singing Eishes Chayil, but to the Eishes Chayil, to the bride, to the Kala, to Nishmas Yisrael, to the essence of who you are, to other Jews. You sing the, to the Eishes Chayil. You sing to Nishmas Yisrael the song Eishashchayl. As the Rebbe was teaching us a little bit before, earlier in this Vimer, of what it means Eishashchayl. A little bit. Then even you, with your mistakes and with the problems and with the occasional slip-ups and, and all the things that are lacking, you should know that on Shabbos, <coughs> That you in fact have brought about a yichud between the Eishes Chayil, the Kala, and the Chasen. Even though you don't understand all these things in Kabbalah, you don't know what you're talking about, but you have brought about an, a yichud between the Kala and the Chasen, between the Shekhinah and the Kaddish Baruch Hu, between the Jewish people and Hashem. On your Madrig, you have brought about such a... You have, made, you have been part of the Chasna as you come into Shabbos. You're, you're a Shadchan between Kutchebichu and Knesset Yisrael. You're a shchinti and Kutchebichu. You're a shadch. That's, that's when a Jew makes a shidduch between the Kutchebichu and Klai Yisrael. And part of the shidduch is that the entire family is invited. And all the chaveim are invited. And all the nishmas nechadit and all the nun nishamas become part of that chasna. That's a little bit of a taste of what Shabbos is. Bez HaShem, we're getting close to finishing the Mimer. I think that hopefully within the, by, in Mitzvah Shem in two weeks, we'll be able to start Bez HaShem, to be able to start Achshoros HaVreichim. So everybody should try to buy the safe Achshoros HaVreichim to have ready Mitzvah Shem in, in two weeks.